We have breaking news in the NFL out of Los Angeles. Todd Gurley, the former Pro Bowl running back, has been released by the Rams. We're joined by Rich Hammond of the Athletic LA to react to this. And Rich, I know you guys on 11 Personnel Podcast just broke down the possibility of this, but now that it's a a factual thing, give us your first reaction to Todd Gurley no longer being a Ram. Well, it, it's shocking on the face of it when you when you just look back. I mean, it's it's just two seasons ago that this guy was the NFL Offensive Player of the Year, and and then the year after that leads the Rams to the Super Bowl, basically, and signed a massive contract extension. Was expected to be the face of this franchise for a long time, and and just how quickly it devolved is is what I'm going to remember, and uh, to to think that. He's no longer going to be a part of the Rams. Uh, is pretty hard to comprehend. But in the context of what had been going on with his knee and the uncertainty there, uh, a lot of debate and question how healthy he was and whether or not he'd be able to continue at a high level going into the, the rest of his career, uh, the Rams had to make a decision. And they had to make a decision very quickly because of the financial ramifications. And that's what they decided to get, do. So in that sense, makes sense. In a bigger sense, it's totally shocking. Yeah, they owe Todd Gurley $10.5 million as of 4 p.m. Eastern today if they decided to keep him. And looks like they'll absorb a little bit of cap hit for this. But do you think it had more to do with his health, with the money, or maybe the relationship with the staff, the coaching staff there? I know there have been some debate about that a couple of seasons ago, maybe last season, uh, with Sean McVay. We know the Rams are committed to Sean McVay in the long term, but what do you think it ultimately came down to here? Right. I, I just don't know whether they saw a realistic path forward. Now, now he's starting, just starting now, this big contract extension that he, that he signed, $57 million. Mm-hmm. And, and you need to know that that's somebody you're going to be able to rely on. They were really up against a deadline here today where they were going to have to pay him another $10 million if they didn't do it right now. So... I think they had to sit back for all, with all of those factors you, you just mentioned, whether it's the on-field, whether it's the health, whether it's the relationships. I th- I mean, it sounds silly, but you almost have to sit down and do a pro-con and say, is, is this worth it to, uh, to continue this relationship and, and to believe, to hope that it's going to get better in 2020 and beyond? And I feel like the Rams, if they weren't confident in that, then, then they had to make a move. I, I wrote it at the end of the season, essentially saying, that they need to either recommit to him all in 100% or they need to trade it. The, the, the half measures that they kind of took in 2019 where they were trying to manage the knee, where they were trying to manage his workload, you know, the, the public comments that were made to kind of <laughs> deflect or be a little opaque, it just did not work. And I understand what they were trying to do and why they thought they needed to do it, but none of it really worked. And, and they couldn't go into 2020 with the same thing, even if they tweaked it a little bit. It, it had to go in a different direction. And if they weren't comfortable with that, if they didn't think that it was going to work, then this was the outcome. And it's shocking, and the sticker value is is crazy. But But if they didn't think it was going to work, this was the only other move that they could make. Does it surprise you that they weren't able to find a trade partner? No, not really, just because you the, the – 
the liability that that team would have had to take on would have been enormous. And, right. and the other thing is, you know, tying all this stuff together, that everything that's going on in the world with the coronavirus, everything is shut down to the point where it's doubtful. I never got this far into it, but I think it's doubtful that a team would have been able to even like do their own medical evaluation and that sort of uh -huh. thing. So they would have been relying on whatever's been out there or whatever the records the Rams might want to provide. So based on those two factors, no. I mean, if it was one or the other, maybe, but but the medical questions coupled with the with the financial ramifications, I, I just didn't see it happening. What do you see as the future of the running back position there uh, with the Rams? You think they'll go running back committee? We know they've got Daryl Henderson there. Uh, do you think they'll maybe emphasize that in the draft a little bit more? Maybe try to get a, a big name in here, uh, free agency, maybe a free agent running back for a little bit cheaper. What's your thought there? Yeah, it's it's going to be very very interesting. Now they are really high on Daryl Henderson, a, a guy you mentioned, a draft pick from from last year. He had some issues last year. He was injured for a bit, and plus it's, it's just hard for a guy to come in and and you know pick up the playbook and everything else right away. Now, is he going to be your featured back to get 20 carries a game or whatever it might be? I don't, I don't, I don't know. He wasn't really brought in to be, to be that guy. He wasn't drafted with the, the vision of being that guy. The other one who's, who's still around is, is Malcolm Brown. Uh, Malcolm Brown has been a capable backup for the last few years. Uh, but, and, and I like Malcolm Brown's game, but again, is he going to be the guy you turn to? Is he the guy you think is going to be your thousand yard back? I don't know. So maybe you see a little bit of a, a committee or, a, you know, a one-two punch between those guys. Uh, the draft is a possibility, but of course they don't have a first round pick. So that limits what you can do. And they have some other needs that they're going to probably need to fill, whether it's a, a linebacker might be a position of need. So uh, they, they might have to address that there. Free agency, they're, they're now so tied up with, with some of these moves that they've made that there's not a lot of money left. Uh, so it's not like they could, unless they create more room, it's not like they can go out and, and sign uh, somebody with a big name or a big salary anyway. So something's going to have to happen here. There's going to have to be some type of addition or, or you know part of that rotation again. They, I don't think they go in just with Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson, but what that is uh, still t t TBD, I guess you would say. Definitely a shocking move. Did not expect this when free agency started. Now the Rams expected to open their brand new stadium there in LA without their star player, essentially. I mean, they've got Jared Goff and some other guys, but when I think of the Rams, I automatically think of Todd Gurley and definitely didn't expect this, Rich. So I can only imagine what you're thinking. And I'm excited to read your coverage on The Athletic. Well, I'm fully breaking this down. If you want 90 days free to The Athletic, go to theathletic.com slash free 90 days. You can get free 90 days at The Athletic. We're trying to get everybody out there, some, some good sports coverage while all this is going on out there in the world. So if that interests you, check that out. Also, stay tuned to our NFL Power Rankings podcast throughout free agency for more breaking news. I am Kent Garrison. Thank you for listening.